Hi, everybody. Stream Catchers coming at you. AB here along with Jack. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good. How are you? I am feeling good, feeling great. We're here to talk Hawkeye episode four. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you can throw me off here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You came at me with so much energy. I'm excited now. I thought we were talking before we hit record about bad Nick Cage movies. I thought you were still laughing at him. <laughs> it's always rolling around back there in the back of my mind. <laughs> well, folks, like I said, Hawkeye episode four gave us uh, quite a bit to talk about. So we are, we're yeah. both really excited to chop it up about all of the things that came out. We'll just do our quick hits. I'll throw it off to Jack for thoughts and we'll go from there. So let's do it. As always, folks, you know, we are going to spoil the hell out of the show. So if you don't want spoilers, come back later. Yeah. All right. We pick, uh, that was a really weird, <laughs> just come back <laughs> we're feeling weird today, I don't know. All right, uh, well, we picked up where episode three left off with Jack holding Ronan's sword to Clint's throat. Uh, Eleanor is also there, and Clint and Kate explain that they're working together, which doesn't really sit well with Eleanor. Uh, Clint learns from his wife, Laura, that Sloan's Limited, which we learned about in episode three, is a shell company, and Jack is the CEO. Kate spends the evening with Clint bonding, and the next day they go off to get their arrows back uh, while Clint gets info from Kazi. Uh, Clint also learns that the watch from Avengers Compound was stolen and has a tracking signal. Uh, Kate and Clint go to the apartment that it's located at, and it turns out to be Maya's. Clint is ambushed by a masked figure who turns out to be Yelena, while Kate is ambushed by Maya. A dope battle ensues with Yelena and Maya escaping while Clint tells Kate he can't work with her anymore in an attempt to keep her safe. That's our episode, uh, how it ends. Jack, mm. give me your thoughts. What did you think of episode four? It was good. It was really good. It moved along quickly. There was uh, They did a lot. They did a lot this episode. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed how little we learned about Jack. We did learn that he was the CEO of the, the Shady Sloan's Limited uh the company but even even so like we still don't know how much like how involved in the criminal side of things that he is do you know what i mean i do and let's just start right there because i had a lot uh, <clears throat> i don't know if I had a lot but i definitely wanted to talk about jack okay. uh, so yeah we find out like we said that he is the ceo of sloan's limited uh but i i'm i'm starting to get the feeling that maybe he's not actually a villain here mm -hmm. because we didn't learn anything because of what we found out or it sort of feels like he's a bit of a red herring does it not that yeah i mean i, I do, do you think it's possible that eleanor made him the ceo and he doesn't even know about it ooh. Or maybe he knows but he doesn't know the company is shady and he just has the ceo title and she does all the the shady business Perhaps. I mean, we know from episode one where he's talking to Armand and he's making a bid on the suit or the sword, whatever one it was. Mm -hmm. And Armand's like, you don't have that money. He's like, well, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. So if he was the CEO, he would, he would have money. Yeah. Especially if it's something that's laundering money. Right. It's right. So it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, it does kind of lead me to believe that there's i don't really know what what they're doing with him because you know they they had they had that other scene where it was after clint left the apartment 
Eleanor and Jack were kind of, you know, bantering back and forth, flirting, mm-hmm. dancing. And then, and then Kate has like kind of a look in her eye that she's starting to warm up to Jack a little bit. And they're, they're almost kind of, they're, they're, they've done two things with him. They, they've set him up to be this murdering villain, shady guy, but they've also set him up to be this, <clears throat> that scene makes it seem like he's, he's supposed to just be kind of a, just like a, a regular guy, like just another yeah. dude. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that that scene, what you're reading on on Kate's face, I was reading as kind of her warming up to the idea of of her mom moving on, I guess, kind of being happy for her mom for the first time with Jack, you know? Um, I don't know. We're going to have to see more to to find out if... if, uh, if Kate trusts him at all any more than she did. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think she does because, you know, that scene happens and then she goes to, to the apartment where Clint's at and they've got uh-huh. that whole dry erase board or not really a dry erase board, but the board. poster. Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's like, I don't think that's dry erase. She's writing on it and she's like, how do we tie all this to Jack? So it seems like she's still trying right. to fit the puzzle pieces in to make it all point to him. Yeah. And but that But that's because... So, but she finds out that Jack is the CEO of this shell company Exactly. in between the scenes where she's, you know, kind of hanging out with, with mom and Jack and that scene. So she finds out in between there. So I guess when she found out, she, she relit that vendetta fire, I guess. I don't know. It, it's, it's hard to say. Right. I agree. Cause yeah, that, that scene at, at Eleanor's penthouse apartment happens she goes to see Clint. He tells her that Jack is the CEO. And then they start planning on how they're going to figure everything out. So yeah, I agree. I don't think we have enough, but I think that there's enough there that I doubt really what his involvement is. Yeah. And the, the more I think about it, the more I'm leaning towards Eleanor is sort of the main villain of the show. Like Kingpin obviously is safe like, for Kingpin, yeah. Right, he's obviously like the main main guy, but Eleanor. He's, he's the like, he's for this show. He's the man behind the curtain, whereas exactly. El- Eleanor is the the villain that you know. Yeah, he's he's the he's the man behind the curtain. He's the Oz. She's the yeah. wicked witch of the of the West. Yeah, exactly. Sort of, so to speak. I guess that's probably not the perfect yeah. analogy, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you nailed it. Well, because I just feel like you know, Clint leaves. She makes that phone call you can assume that that is either directly Kingpin or someone in the track suits. You know, yeah. she says, Hey, we've got a problem. She even tries to get Clint to, to back off because she probably knows what they're look, what they're looking into. And yeah. it, it, it is odd that she is associated with this shell company that Jack is the CEO of. And, and you, if, if she, you, you feel like she would know that. Mm-hmm. And, and whether or not he actually is the CEO or she set him up to be the CEO under his nose, mm-hmm. she's up to something, man. It feels like, it feels like she is working with Kingpin and laundering money for him or to him or is paid by him something. Yeah. And she was able to, you know, disguise all of her, um, you know, when she was, when she was talking to Clint about backing off this case you know, she she was able to mask that in in her, you know, care for her daughter, you know, like exactly. back off of my daughter, stay away from my daughter. You don't need to mess around with this. This is my family, all this. Yeah. But what she's really saying is, you know, 
stay out of my business, you know, exactly. Move on, exactly. get out of New York. Yeah. She, there is something to her. There's some shadiness there. I think you, if you go all the way back to the first episode in 2012 with, when they're, you know, doing the Tritari invasion where she's kind of gone for a while, pops up, doesn't really seem upset about the, you know, missing um, Kate's father. And then yeah. of course, you know, this, this, the ties to Jack and, and whether or not he's shady, plus the whole Armand situation. It, it does feel like she's tied to Kingpin in some way, whether she's working for him, directly under him. Uh, I don't know, but it does, it does feel like she's sort of the main villain here. They established uh, earlier that the penthouse apartment that this, the scene was at, that that's been in the family for generations, right? I believe so. I believe it was a generational was, thing. Do you remember if they said if that was on mom's side or dad's? I don't, but we do know that they got some sort of money for for his death, right? That that was they allowed yeah. that allowed them to keep the penthouse. So yeah, yeah. I don't remember if they said that explicitly, but I I mean I I know we surmised it. Um, it well, okay, actually, I think it would be on on his side because she was confirmed to grow up poor. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Remember that? Yeah. Now that I think about it, she yeah. definitely was. Yeah. Okay. So it, it would make sense that she doesn't want to go back to that lifestyle. So for sure, maybe she kills what, uh, what's her father's name? I, I don't know. I don't even Mr. think I wrote it down. Mr. Bishop. We'll just say she Mr. kills Bishop. Mr. Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fake, yeah. Makes it look, I makes think his it name was convenient. Goatee. Goatee Bishop. <laughs> Goatee. <laughs> Nicholas That's Cage Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick Cage. All right. All right. So well, before we before we move on, um, when Clint gets on the elevator after she after he hashes it out with with Eleanor, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that he took the Ronin sword with him. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. Okay. I I watched that. I I backed it up a couple times. It was dark on my phone. I couldn't see it. I was watching this at work, and uh, I I I thought I heard the like the sound that it makes when it retracts. Okay, cool. I'm glad he's well, got they, it. They show him holding it up and you <laughs> see it pretty clearly. Yeah, Do you? So, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. He, he tucks it back in his back pocket. We don't see it again. So he definitely has it back. We'll see. That's a good thing to watch for too is if Jack notices it's gone. I'm sure he will. And mm-hmm. kind of, I think that that'll be a big piece in figuring out really where he lays into all this and how mm-hmm. intentional he is on getting that sword back. Yeah. And it's interesting now, uh, too, because Clint has both the suit and the sword. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we know that that's kind of his main priority is clearing the Ronin. Of course, now mm-hmm. things are starting to escalate quite a bit. Um, I'll be really curious to see sort of what the final battle, so to speak, is, or I guess the climax of the show. Um, yeah. and how things get resolved and how they spin off into other branches, as we know, there's a lot coming out of this. So, It'll be really curious to see these over, over these next two episodes how things get resolved. Yeah, I'm wondering if we get one more um, Ronan appearance. I don't know what the function would be yet, but I mean, he could fake his death. Um, he could mm-hmm. have a dramatic unmasking. I, I don't, I don't know what's what's in store, but I do think that him having the the sword and the suit's not a coincidence. Fair, right? Yeah, you got it back pretty early. That's uh, that's something to watch for, I think, and that would be a really interesting way to that actually is a really good thing because yeah if 
if he fakes his death, number one, that clears Kate full and total of, of ever being the Ronin. Yeah. If he fakes his death, only Kate and Yelena know he was Ronan, and he can resolve the Yelena issue of of Widow's de- of, of Natasha's death separately. Yeah. And if Ronan is dead, that sort of that backs Maya off as well, and then we don't have to deal with the awkwardness of him killing her father. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. <laughs> I th- I, that's actually a really good way to to sort of wrap that plot line up. But the rest of it is definitely interesting too. Yeah. Well, um, a major part of this episode, I'm sure you're itching to talk about this, was the uh, watch from Avengers Compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the um, the the mission, right? Is uh, recovering yeah. the the watch from Maya's. All they have is the address. They have no idea that they're breaking into Maya's apartment. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, they've got it back. They know that it's it's. I mean, we. Uh, it's no secret at this point that there's something to the watch. It's oh, it's, sure. it's some sort of device. It's got a homing beacon on it. Why would it have a homing beacon <laughs> on it if it was nothing? Um, but here's uh, here's. It's not a theory, but I do think that the watch and Yelena's uh, bit in this show, her uh, function in the show are tied together because of when she comes into the scene. Um, I think that she could have been introduced early. Like, okay, so what, what we were left with at the end of Black Widow is, is uh, Yelena's mission to kill Clint, I guess, to get revenge from for Val. her sister. From Val. Uh, right? From Val, exactly. Her mission from Val. Um, what if there's a different part of the mission that has to do with this watch? I hadn't thought of that. And yeah. I actually really like that because... I was willing to let it go, but it was a little mm-hmm. coincidental that she happened to be on the rooftop at night across from Maya's apartment. Right to when they get the watch. That, yeah. So yeah. It, I, I do like that there may be some ties to that. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of people theorize that the watch actually may belong to Laura, Clint's wife. Okay. So... We don't know really anything about her outside of the fact that she is married to Clint. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaks Russian, that, apparently. Was that right? I thought that was German. Was it German? Oh, I, yeah. I have no idea. Okay, because I know you watched with subtitles, so I didn't know if it... Um, it said, didn't said say. It okay. Mm-mm. I'm pretty no, sure it because German. it was subtitled in the show, they're, they're, usually if they do subtitles in the show, they won't put any subtitles, any descriptive. Ah. But if they're if, if within the show, they're like, there's like background noise and you can hear somebody speaking a different language. They'll be like, it'll say like murmured German or something sure. like that. Yeah. Sure. At first I thought it was Russian, but then the second time I watched, I watched it, it sounded like it was German, whatever it was. She speaks okay. another language and, yeah. and has the ability to, to find things. Like she was able to find the watch. She, she was able mm-hmm. to track that down. Right. So there's, there's something, there seems like there might be something more to her. Also the fact yeah. that she, uh, you know, she knows Natasha very well. Obviously, he's you know, very close with her. Clint is. But she mm-hmm. knows a lot about Natasha. Natasha knew a lot about her. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's not a, a far-fetched theory, I don't think. The only thing that I can, or the only counterpoint that I would have to that is that if she's so involved in Clint's real, like, spy life, that she would need to know certain things to get Clint out of jams. Or if Clint goes missing, uh, you know, she's got to know avenues to get in touch with him. 
Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite possible. She's an agent of something, <laughs> you know, a, for, not, a former agent. Yeah. Maybe she was a former agent of shield. She retired because yeah. they had kids and maybe, maybe they do have avenues to, to help each other out. You know, maybe that, maybe there is some sort of a tracking mechanism or something like that. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's something to watch for no pun intended, but I mm-hmm. think that there definitely is something to do to do with the watch. He, he says in it, it was somebody he used to work with. And he says that the person's identity is tied to the watch. So yeah. that mean that, that implies that, that he doesn't want their identity to come out. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, maybe it's him being Ronan. Although I feel like he would be a bit more mm-hmm. out, outward about that. But I, I can't imagine it would be like Tony because Tony Stark was obviously out about being Iron Man. Right. People know that Natasha was a Black Widow. Everybody knows Steve all, Rogers. All, uh, the only clue that we have is that that he said a long time ago, right? Like he didn't even yeah. – I don't even think he gendered the person. I don't – he didn't. He just said this person. Yeah. Man, that's it's so, a wild goose chase. <laughs> it's, a bit of, it, it's a very interesting plot thread that they kind of created here because there's already so much going on in the show between you know the chemistry of Clint and Kate Maya's story. We've got Yelena in now. Who's uncle? What's going on with Eleanor? What's going on with Jack? Now we've got this watch that we're dealing with. There's just uh, this is not a gripe. This is actually more of a compliment. There's so much mm-hmm. that has our attention here. Um, yeah, and well, it and makes I'm, sense with where we are in the show too. Yeah. Four episodes long in a six episode series. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're really getting, this episode was mostly a setup episode to get us charging into these last two. And it mm-hmm. sounds like episode five is going to be quite a banger from yeah. what I've, I've seen from other people. Although there were people that were saying we were going to get a post credit scene this week that we did not get. So that was a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Too. I always check. I don't know about you. What do you mean? Before the, I always check to make sure if there's a, a post credit scene. I always scrub to between the credits. I always scrub to after the credits. I'm conditioned by Marvel. I do. I'm the same way. Yeah, and I, th- I feel like I feel like there has been. I feel like low key episode four had a had a post credit scene. Was that the one where they saw? The I don't. I don't period? remember specifically, but yeah, I do know that there have been post credit scenes in the shows before. Yeah, I know so for I sure. Might as well just check. Yeah, exactly. So either way. Um, there wasn't this week, so maybe maybe next week is our big kingpin reveal. Mm-hmm. I would. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. Even <laughs> if it's just a well, okay. So I mean, it would be the perfect opportunity to have it at the very end of the episode. Make it be the cliffhanger. Yeah, I no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that um, that the theory was that that this week he would have been the post credit scene, and maybe the thought is they didn't want to overshadow Yelena coming in since she was sort of the big reveal at the end. Yeah, and it, yeah, exactly. And it was at the end. So if they had done a post-credit scene, it would have been like Yelena, and then five minutes later, upstaged by Kingpin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it, it is. It okay. is. If that was the case, it is good that they are saving it for next week. And I feel like that there's a, there's enough going on that we don't absolutely have to have Kingpin in the mix of it, as long as we know he's in the background and involved in some capacity, and we at some point see him. I think is really mm-hmm. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, all right. Let's go over um, the very, very end, like the end of the episode. Um, Kate gets uh, kicked off the roof and then is suspended in the air. 
Clint cuts her loose and says, get on out of here. You know, your part in this is done. Uh, kind of, you know, pretty much like not betraying her, betray like you're looking out for her safety, but you know, she's, you know, Kate's going to be pissed, obviously. Oh, she yeah. runs back up onto the roof, help, helps Clint out with the rest of the fight. Maya and Yelena get away. Who has the watch? I can't remember. Does Clint save the watch? I think so. Uh, Kate, have it? Kate gets it out of Maya's apartment, throws it in her pocket, yeah. gets away from Maya. They never get it away from her. So she should have the watch. Okay, cool. All right. That's uh I don't know what the hell this watch is, man. I really don't. I've been trying to I, come up with theories. I'm hoping it's not another Mephisto, Ralph Boner, Sharon Carter thing. Like I'm hoping that I'm trying to I'm trying to keep those expectations a little low here cuz it it yeah. might just be as, as simple as uh it, it was just a plot device. Thing. Yeah, you know. So yeah. it, it, I'm definitely curious to see what they do with it. It is mm-hmm. interesting. They've made a point to to allude to it at least once, I think, in every episode. Definitely episode one, yeah. definitely this episode, and I think episode three. So it's it's mm-hmm. been constantly kind of there uh, mm-hmm. for us to keep our attention to. So there's something to it. I just, I have no idea. If it's not, if it doesn't belong to Laura, I have a hard time figuring out what it actually is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really don't even have a guess this week. That's all right, man. We'll, well see you next have, time. <clears throat> I I had a I had another thing I wanted to run by you. Okay. Do you, do you think we see the LARPers fight the tracksuit mafia? Oh, that would be interesting. Uh, I don't know though. I mean, you would think that the tracksuits would have guns, right? Yeah, but you know, what if they're in a beat em up mood and they all have crowbars and hey, baseball bats and? exactly i don't know so i know they have been in the show a weird amount though to not have some sort of payoff i mean i know that that's how this is how they're gonna get their costumes which is cool but is that it you might be onto something so in the comics i don't think this is going to be a spoiler or anything it's in the comics and and that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be in the show but in Mm -hmm. the comics grills who we saw was the one that took the ronin suit the fireman in episode two grills uh, he ends up. He's he's in that the run that this show is is based on, and uh, Kazi actually kills Grills in the comics. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to go that route here, but maybe maybe that is a, a thing that they do that brings cool. the LARPers yeah. in, and, and they're like, hey, we gotta we gotta avenge our friend, and yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> that, that Kazi and 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 Maya uh, fight. Clinton and Kate at the end, and there's a big fun LARP battle with the, with the tracksuits. They're goofy enough, yeah. the tracksuits are, that you could get away with it. So, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. There are a little, uh, besides Kazi, they're very um, uh, like Batman thug villain uh, type. You know what I mean? Like Joker I do, yeah. gang, Penguin gang, like from. <laughs> <laughs> from like the Arkham gang games was, or yeah, something. From, from what the from, yeah. yeah, when you're kind of when you're in stealth mode and you can hear them talk on the ground uh-huh. and, they're and they're just, just idiots bumbling yeah, around. Exactly. Yeah. That's the vibe I get with the tracksuits too. So mm-hmm. that would be a fun uh, little final battle at the end. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't have much more as far as uh, notes go on this episode. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on? No, I'm spent. That's all. I, I, all I wrote down was. 
Ronin sword costumes, Rolex, Arrow, Yelena. So we covered everything I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, I'm glad yeah. you brought up Arrow. What a, do okay. you think? Do you think Kate is gonna make a boomerang arrow? <sighs> they did in talk the comics, about it for a while, didn't they? In the comics, they have a they have a boomerang arrow, and that's actually when they're on the bridge in the comics, and he he shoots the Hank Pym arrow. Uh-huh. In the in the comics, they actually shoot a boomerang arrow, and that's how they get away. No kidding. Oh yeah. man, maybe maybe I don't know how. I don't know what that'll look like. Uh, I'd be interesting, interested to see the artwork in the comic, but um, that'd be cool. I'd be down. That that's a really good idea. I think it'd be Kate fun. Make start making her own trick arrows and have that be the debut of the <laughs> of the trick arrows. I think it could be fun. I think we definitely see her do that coin trick at the end. Oh, that was so cool, wasn't it? You know, yeah. I, let's take take a step back. Them celebrating. Christmas together kind of makeshift because they're I mean they're they they both need it they both need to blow off some oh, yeah. steam they went through whatever three or four pitchers of of uh drinks Margaritas, <laughs> daiquiris. yeah whatever whatever they were yeah that, that looked fun it did yeah, I it really like that bonding. scene I, I like that scene yeah because it strengthened their relationship it mm-hmm. show it, it, it got pretty real too where Clint he, he confided that he was the Ronin he got real yeah. about Natasha. That was a bit of a tense moment that ultimately kind of had him begin start, had him start Opening explaining. Up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I'm, I'm not a hero. I'm a weapon. Uh, I was yeah. the own and we all dealt with the blip in the way that we, that we did. And he, you know, she even looked like she almost was appalled by him for a minute until he said, Hey, I really appreciate what you did tonight mm-hmm. for me. It means a lot. So there was that was a major point for their relationship, and it really made the end a bit harsher too. To where, yeah, like you said, he cuts her down, says "get out of here." That had to be a bit of a heartbreaker. And then, of course, he's he's even though he's doing it for her safety, he's mm-hmm. he's like, "You got to stop. I can't. I'm not going to have somebody else's death on my conscience." Because yeah. I don't know if you caught it, but when she's hanging by the wire off the off the roof. That's they play the same uh, music that Natasha. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah, they played that song twice in the show in this episode. So. Yeah, that, that was a rough one. Yeah, pretty intense. Well, that's uh, that's really all I had for this week. I think uh, this is again this was more of a of a setup episode for what are probably going to be uh, two really hot episodes. And I guess to sort of wrap it up, let's talk about what we know real quick. We know Clint. His motivation is to clear the Ronin name, and we know that he has interest in the watch. We know that Kate wants to prove that Jack is distrustful. We know Maya wants revenge against the Ronin for killing her father, who was a former tracksuit. We know that Eleanor seems shady, and maybe she was the real murderer of Armand. Um, We don't really know much about what's going on with Jack. We know the tracksuits and their boss want the watch. We know that um, Clint and Kate have it back. And we know that Yelena wants revenge against Clint for uh, killing, I use that with quotes, Natasha and the Val Center. So there's still a lot that we, uh, we got to find out here. But um, so far, man, this, I think Hawkeye has been my favorite show uh, out of Marvel so far. I've really, really been enjoying this one. This episode was great. And I'm yeah, so excited would- for next week. I would say depending on how the the series or season uh, ends, I, I, I agree. I think that this is shaping up to be probably the best Marvel show so far. 
Yeah, from everything from, you know, Haley Steinfeld's performance so far as Kate Bishop, which has been phenomenal, and mm-hmm. the depth that we She's so likable. She's so relatable and likable. She really is. And you really feel that she likes or loves being a part of the Marvel universe and, and wants to mm-hmm. be there and is relishing everything that she has. And her chemistry with Jeremy Renner has been so strong. And, uh, you know, between, between the introduction of Echo and, and the, the looming hopeful appearance of, of Kingpin and all these movie pieces, this show has been a joy to watch. And uh, I can't wait for Wednesdays when, uh, whenever I can I watch the next episode. So. I know. Well, next week, hopefully, we'll get some uh, we'll get some lines with with Yelena. She didn't get any. She didn't get a speaking role in this episode. Hopefully, I want to know her motivations. I want to know. I want to know what's up, man. I want. I, for, I really. I just want her to switch sides and help him out. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing how Clint's able to get through to her and say, "No, I didn't. I didn't kill Natasha. I was. I wanted to be the one to die." Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot to look forward to. So. Uh, I think that's all for us this week, though, folks. We'll catch you back next week. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, of course, the best way to do that is to share it with your friends. Let them know what we're doing over here. If you know anybody that loves Marvel or Star Wars, uh, we'd love to talk to them about it. Uh, if you want to follow us along on social media, all your links to those are in the show notes. If you're on YouTube, feel free to leave us a like, comment, subscribe, all the fun stuff. Uh, we really appreciate the support. And, and thanks to those of you that uh have been listening and supporting us so far we really appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah. we will catch you later peace